Welcome, dear friends, to Cardiac Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more Immortal Messages. Immortal Messages is this beautiful program based on a book that is psychographed by Chico Xavier, actually psychophonically received by Chico Xavier and brought to us for 65 to 60, 60 years, 66 years ago. And this book brings to us the joy of new instructions. We have all the reasons to rejoice because the good spirits, they never stop. They never stop thinking of you, thinking of me, thinking of our needs, thinking of our the importance of being instructed, the importance of receiving new illumination. They never stop. And they customize their care for you and for me. In a meeting that happened on December 9th, 1954, Chico Xavier was the instrument of several rescue works. Uh, this obsession meeting comes to as a psychotherapy for the spirits in a way. It's much more than that, but it's a surgical meeting. The team by the director, Arnaldo Rocha, Chico Xavier, other counselors, other mediums, other supporting mediums, they worked on that night for almost two hours. Rescuing suffering spirits, as Arnaldo Rocha says. And then the mentor of the group, Mimi, she comes and talks to them. After she speaks, comes a Brazilian poetess who was renowned, especially in Rio de Janeiro, but not only. Humberto de Campos was a big fan of her. Mm -hmm. Carmen Sinida, yes. And she comes to bring us beautiful verses, Christmas verses, verses for the birth of the Christ. And it's always joy. We, we don't need to wait for December to read this poetry because in December we stop to think about it. We should leave it every day, right? I see wonderful friends joining here. Right, Carol Correa, John DeRosa, Narciso, Sol Souza, the ones I can see here. Welcome, welcome, dear friends. And as we are here all together, I will read to you that this Brazilian poetess, she was born in 1902 and discarnated quite young, at 31 years of age, after he flew. 1933, and then she came through Chico Xavier to delight our hearts with this music and gratitude for the one and only Jesus Christ. Maybe sometimes we feel like it's the same old, but as Joana de Angelis said once through Chico Xavier, through Chico Xavier, through Divaldo Franco, she said, in the spiritual realm, when the higher spirits talk about Jesus, 
They have deep reverence inside of their hearts. Why? Because they know. They know that the master is not like, oh, well, anybody else, right? So here, we're going to read the preparation by Mei Mei, which is a learning experience for us. It's a teamwork effort, very organized. The spirits don't come through Chico Chavi. Yay, my turn. Woo. And Chico Chavi is like, no. It's all organized. Emmanuel is there. Mimi is coordinating. She speaks, she explains, and then comes another spirit. Everything very orderly. Mimi says, my brothers and sisters, may Jesus bless us. Thanks to divine goodness, our tasks were completed with the necessary security. Amazing, Chico Xavier's group. And she was talking about the security of mediumship, of that mediumistic meeting. How often you and I go to meetings and we think, oh, well, we're protect, we're doing so great things, and we're not. We need to merit that security. The improvements of our fellow sufferers assisted tonight will be progressive and thus continue in the comfort of our spiritual organizations. See? The spirits come, they're suffering, and then they are going to be brought to the spiritual realm in organizations. Now they're going to be able to be transported to places where they're going to be rehabilitating themselves. Now we ask of those present a few moments of friendly thoughts as interwoven as possible around the memory of Jesus to favor the visit of Sister Carmen Sinira that will tell us today about Christmas. See, even for a spirit poet to come and deliver the message, we need the core group, to be prepared. How often we finish the mediumistic meetings and we think, yeah, we're done. We're done. We don't need to do much more. And the good spirit's like, <clears throat> you're like, <clears throat> uh, guys, we're not over. We're st we still have more. And now we need you to visualize the birth of the Christ, the feelings regarding it to accommodate more illumination for this moment. These verses are not mere art. They're therapy for those who are suffering then, for the incarnates who are present, and because they needed to renew their energies as well, finalizing a meeting, visualizing the grace of the Christ. And then for all of us today, in a world that today is convulsing, in pain, 
sorrows, difficulties. What do we need? We need the rebirth of the Christ. So tonight, the spirit mentors of Kardec Radio are asking you and I to visualize it, the memory of Jesus, the birth. You know that Christmas feeling? You know that? You and I are being asked to breathe in and out, visualize it. Visualize deeply the sacredness of that moment or night, the birth of our governor, of the master of all masters. Visualize it. And let us listen to Carmen Senira, this Brazilian poetess who lived such a short life, only, only 31 years of age. And she comes now to make us recall that sacred night. She says, the voice of the medium, by the way, Arnaldo Rocha says, sounded harmonious in our ears. And the charming and vibrant verses greeted the coming of the celebration of Jesus Christ's birthday. Christmas verses. As the glory of Christmas expands in joy that explodes and tumbles, remember the divine friend in the street and note the dark and great misery. Here the palace of winds reigns, surrenders to praises and jubilations, where prayer to the Lord is deaf and blind, and where the bread rots over the garbage. There stand stands the house of happiness that keeps the faith of fugit treasure where the image of Christ in silver and gold sleeps locked in prisons of usury. In addition, it is the nest of happiness that remembers Bethlehem singing at the table but from closed doors to sadness of those who cry with pain and longing. Beyond, bells cry out in pure voice. Jesus was born, the temple of the blessed, that do not turn to the scars of those who moan in the wounds of bitterness. Ahead, the nativity erected on the throne praises the little and solitary king, forgetting the hairs of Calvary over the ashes of abandonment. And whoever beholds the earth that boasts before the sweet splendor of the eternal friend will see again the old picture, Christ begging shelter in the human soul. Christmas, the world is a festive home Clear rattles in the air vibrate in flock 
And Jesus is still looking for the humble manger of living love. Christmas. Here's the divine redemption. Rejoice and sing renewed. But do not deny the despised master, the shelter in your own heart. What is she talking about? You may be asking, well, Nisa would love to hear this beautiful music uh, in Portuguese. You want to hear it? Because music is music, right? Yeah. Um, I will read just a verse or two. Enquanto a glória do Natal se expande na alegria que explode e tumultua, lembra o divino amigo além na rua e repara a miséria escura e grande. E lá no fim, and at the end, Natal, eis a divina redenção. Regozija-te e canta renovado, mas não negues ao mestre desprezado a estalagem do próprio coração. Just the, the first and the last verses in the original in Portuguese to make us feel the rhymes and, and the rhymes that are a therapeutic pro pro proposal. Don't you agree? It's a therapeutic proposal. Why? Because we often on earth think of celebrating. I like to celebrate too, right? Yeah, we like to celebrate. But we can't forget of those who are suffering. And some people are like, ah, but I don't see anybody suffering. Well, you need to go after them. We can't be on the comfort of our in the comfort of our homes. We need to go after. Mm -hmm. And some people, they are dreaming of being the comfort zone. Oh, I want peace and tranquility and that nothingness. We have been doing this for 2,000 years more than that. Read the book 2,000 years ago. We're going to see characters like Fulvia. She's an example of this. Always, you know, taking care of herself, resting, drinking wine and parties and gossiping and plots. And work on the good, zero. And we're not judging her. Because who knows we were her, huh? We never know. But we were alike in so many ways at some point in the past. If you were not, I don't doubt that one time I were. But right now, why do we want to rest? Why do we want to to be like vacationing all the time. After this pandemic, many people are talking, oh, I want a vacation. I want to go, I do too, but you know, it's just the same because deep inside we want people to be better. You and I are dreaming of our children being loved by their parents of schools being able to reopen safely. We are dreaming that people can go to work and feel secure that physicians 
can continue their mission without feeling afraid all the time that they may be contaminated and going home to their families and spreading it out and not even able to be with their families. That people can go back to their jobs because they became unemployed. They can, people can go back to their homes. That those who discarnated can readapt and see that they are loved. And those who remained can begin anew in their lives. This should be our dream. That's Christmas. The dream when people are suffering less. And then we can go to the beach. It may take millions of years. How can we relax even at home when we can hear the voices of those who are suffering? At home, feeling lonely, feeling bullied, feeling misunderstood. Sinira Carmen now comes. Carmen Sinira. And begins by talking about the glory of Christmas. The glory of, right, Kira Correa? It's our dream. That's the dream of the Christ. The glory of Christmas expands. We are now halfway through to that day in this year, marching towards it. Joy explodes, remembering the divine friend. But why did he come? To protect us. So assessment question for you and I, of course. We are here to nourish ourselves and to make ourselves ever more permeable to these teachings of these illuminated minds that come from the beyond. Assessment question. Do you consider Jesus your divine friend? Who is here for you? Because if he's a friend, we can't keep on writing daily petitions, Jesus, please. And then number one, do this, do that. And he's like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. As if he's a servant, he's a servant of God. He's our doctor, he's our master, he's our model, he's our guide, but above all, he's a friend. How do you treat your friend? You being a good friend with Jesus, that's the question tonight. In the next 24 hours, we're being asked how good of a friend we've been to Jesus because he's been the friend. But are we being a good friend? What is to be a good friend anyways? Are we being a good friend? He is our divine friend. But are we being a good friend to Jesus? That's a question. Carmen Sinita, right, Lou. 
You're right. It says everywhere we go and people are celebrating, but there are people who are deaf and blind and we're not taking care. Think about, we are here at Credit Radio. Somebody can't hear us. How do we relay this message to them? We can't. We, we have no possibility at Cardiac Radio. And we're still falling short. We can't reach the ones who can't hear. And the blind, maybe they can listen to us. But we apologize for not being able to reach you so much more closely. So he's saying, and those who are celebrating silver and gold, but are sleeping in usury, greediness, keeping things from themselves. I remember this person telling me of a very wealthy man who was programming a private flight to an island where they would have a, a particular type of food festival, very specific type of food festival. And the thousands and thousands of dollars he would spend just to have the crew, just to entertain the family within it with particular towels, particular linings, particular food, and then days there just to enjoy a particular food festival. Leaving a country, going to another just for that. So thank you, coronavirus, for coming and putting stop in that nonsense. Because when we have so many people with zero to sustain their lives, and people doing this absurd, how do we say it? Expenditures, to say the least. We say we need coronavirus to say stop it because this is abuse of a divine friendship. It's abusive. And that's what she's saying. She's telling us. Nests of happiness that remembers the Bethlehem singing at the table, but closed doors to the sadness of those who are in pain and longing. Chico Xavier, did you know that every Christmas and end of the year, he wouldn't spend his Christmas or New Year's Eve there by himself. He would always be surrounded by people in need, especially New Year's Eve. He would spend at a nursing home every year, every year. See, she's reminding us. Bells cry, oh, Jesus is born. But we do not dry out the wounds or heal the wounds of bitterness. And again, we're forgetting those who are the children of Calvary, 
She says, Christmas, here's the divine redemption. Now, well, Vanessa, making me sad. I know, I agree, sorry. We don't want you to be sad. But we want to listen to Carmen Sinera, who comes here for a reason. She's saying, we agree with you. It's divine redemption. That's why Jesus came. Rejoice, sing, renewed, but do not despise, deny the despised master, the shelter in your own heart. We're not talking about taking all the people who are suffering and no, because we're not God for one, one person. And it doesn't need to be particularly a homeless. Sometimes it's the very relative that we have. Sometimes the spouse, our child, whom we're not giving 100% of ourselves. Like I've heard some other day, a parent saying, you know, I have children, but I say, I don't hate my children, but I don't love them either. I was like, oh my gosh, we need to fix this sooner than later. You don't hate, but you don't love? Oh, that's a little very conflicting. We need to fix it up. That's urgent. That's when the divine master that is despised is going to be sheltered in our heart. He's saying, oh, dear mom, dear dad, please love this kid, huh? shall we? You're the parent. There are many parents who are expecting that their children are going to respect them and they're going to love them. And then in return, we're going to love them. No. We Parents love them first. Oh, but I can't. Well, we have to. You have to do the homework. Right? That's the homework. Homework for us. Are we going to allow this despised master to be sheltered in our heart? Look at around. Sometimes it's that spouse. And we say, okay. I need to see, seek the good in that spouse. Seek the positive. Feel it, visualize it, and then mold it with all the loving care. Jesus was very loving, very caring. So tonight, it's easy. You and I are being asked to revisit. Am I being a good friend of the divine friend? That's easy. And now we're going to pray together. Not only for us, but to revisit this relationship and talk with the spirit guides about, you know, how we need to be more attentive to the needs of people. People are suffering, friends, and it's not about material things only. It's about the inner, the inner void, the conflicts, 
the inner guilt. And you and I have lots of resources to share. We didn't invent them, but we were blessed to receive them. So let us share. With a smile, with joy, with approval and acceptance of one another and practicing forgetfulness of evil. And say, yeah, people, but I make mistakes too and I hope people forget about it. They don't, I will practice forgetting about other people's shortcomings. I am practicing it, we tell ourselves. And Jesus says, thank you, friend. Now we're becoming a better friend of Jesus because he needs our cooperation. To wrap it up, I'd like to give you a very sweet homework besides that question. If you go to Netflix, I'm not sure if it's everywhere, but probably, there is a program that is named If I Were an Animal. And there is, there is in that several episodes, there's one episode that talks about the sheepdog I would recommend to you, let us watch it. Because Jesus is the shepherd, and you and I are supposed to be his best friends, the sheepdog, helping him with his group of sheep. So we're all aligned. We are them too, but let's say we take turns being the sheepdog, shall we? It's so cute to see how they are raised amongst the sheep, but they are so faithful to the tasks. They protect, they play along, but they also help the shepherd lead them to whatever they need to be led. So we are being asked to revisit. Am I being a good friend of the divine? Let us pray together so we attune ourselves with this proposal and see what we find out. In the next 24 hours, you and I are going to think about our best friend, our divine friend, and how we are returning. What is our share in that relationship? All right, beautiful exercise. Now... We're going to invite you to a prayer. And I'm going to, since we're talking about the divine friend, the Ave Maria is it, right? Yes, the Ave Maria. Let us feel it together. One second. It's coming in. Let us pray. Dear Mother, Father God, what an invitation by Carmen Sanira, Nene, Sushiko Shagya. We accept the invitation to revisit our relationship with the Divine Friend. 
Please teach us, Lord, to be a good friend. We're still learning it. But probably we know enough to understand that the divine friend in your name has been inviting us to partake in the works of the good, especially the good within, that naturally expands itself throughout our lives. We now would like to unite our strength. Please use the vitality you've granted us to multiply by your love and bring healing baskets to those who are in greater need than ourselves. The discarnates, incarnates, in hospitals, nursing homes, prisons, shelters, homeless in the streets. And the refugee camps of so many. We feel for them. And we pray that they receive the help that they need. The value of suicides, repentant criminals. Lord, please grant us the courage to think more of other people's needs. Do not allow us to indulge in any way in the comfort of our lives. Bless our loved ones, and especially those who are undergoing the most difficult trials. We pray for them and they stay strong and perceive the blessing and the caress of the angels of yours. Bless our community here at Cardiac Radio, all the hosts, all the editors, the whole audience, this family that we're becoming, training ourselves be better friends of the divine friend you've given us. And so be it. All right. I want to be thankful to all of you friends who have been here. All of you. 
And to those who were in our food drive today, and I couldn't give a final goodbye, especially John DeRosa, Naomi, Shelley, our friends, please, a big hug to you guys. And until next time, thank you, Donna. Thank you, Gabriel Inácio. Thank you, Lisa Telles, Narciso, Sol Souza, beautiful Sol. Thank you. Thank you, Carol Correia. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Teresa Castro. Thank you, Luciana Licoliello. Thank you, friends, for this unity. Let us spread the dream and spend the day thinking of our divine friend and our friendship. A big hug to you. And until tomorrow, God willing, and more immortal messages here at Cardiac Radio, where we're always nourishing our souls. <laughs>